This is Linda Burton. And this is Joseph Burton with Fighting to Stay Married. Today I want to talk about a book I wrote. It's called Dancing in Harmony. And this is not a book about dancing. I use the metaphor of dancing to explain about a relationship, how to build a stronger, healthier relationship. I use the experience of our life, that things we've been through and things that we have learned through the past to make this book. I really feel like we need to slow down and, mm -hmm. and look at our life a little more, our relationship a little more. We're so quick to jump out of it or to move or to change and just slow down and work on our relationships. I really do feel like we can solve the majority of the problems in our relationship if we take the time to evaluate ourselves as well as the relationship itself and talk and work things through with each other. And yeah, and know what you want, like know what you want in a relationship. Yes. That'll, that'll, that'll be a big step too, to, to actually plan some things out. And it's kind of hard to do because we just go on our natural instincts and we're, we're so wrapped up in our feelings and our emotions. He likes me, she likes me, and that's all you can think about. But uh, to try to take a step back and to, you know, really look at what you want. Right. So if you think your relationship is important or if you feel like your relationship is important and you want to make a change or even make it better, I think this book is for you. All right, let's get into it then. So today we're going to start talking a little bit about the book. We're going to go through some points in the introduction that um, I found very enlightening and um, really like it. So um, let's start with the introduction. Okay. We are not going to read the book. We still want you to read it and just go and, and um, through it and take your time to see what it means to you. But mm -hmm. we're going to share our thoughts and our feelings about the book. Yeah, because I know when I was reading the introduction, it, it, I, I went and started thinking about my past and stuff and, and the way I was thinking and the way I was feeling. Mm. So th that um, it, was, it was pretty good. It was pretty neat actually to have that come up as you read. So that's what the book would do. So one of the main things I talk about in the introductions was how we are naturally attracted or look for relationships. It's a natural thing. We need relationships. We mm -hmm. need to be with each other. We need that to interaction. And in there we talk about positive. Um, what was that one thing um, we learned a long time ago? When it's positive, we draw near. When it's negative, we pull back. Yes. Yeah. So that's one thing um, I really got um, inspired from when I when I kind of talked about this that we automatically draw near about it I don't talk about that part in the book so but it was in my mind and in my heart when I wrote that that we draw near to those things it's important to us that we draw near and we can talk and we want a better relationship with somebody that is safe when we feel close with that person when they have a positive attitude with us as well as our relationship, when they look at things in a positive way. Well, if you think about when you first, like if you first notice someone, whether, you know, the opposite sex, you first notice that person, it's always a positive experience. Because when you, when you like, I, I'll, I'll just take it from a guy's point of view. When you, when you see this girl and you want to talk to her, you're smiling, you're happy, there's no sadness, there's yeah. no negativity, you're, you're excited and you're like, oh man, 
you know, oh, you think she's gonna wanna talk to me? Oh man. And so any negativity you have, you might slightly bring it on yourself, but you still are excited about trying, I mean, about that relationship, like about the possibility. And it's all smiles. Yes. Right? Yes. Especially if the well, especially if the person reciprocates, if the person doesn't like you. If it's a then, positive attitude. Then she's not a she's not smiling. But if normally to when when those first when you meet for the first time, I'm talking about when you actually meet someone and you end up hooking up together. Mm -hmm. It's all positive experiences. You're not you're not wondering if you know, you, you don't have the negative uh, mindset like, oh man, she, oh man, I, I wonder if she's this, oh, she probably doesn't cook, she probably hate this, and she probably smells, she, you know, you don't be thinking any of that. <laughs> you're like walking on clouds. You know, you, you're not thinking of any of that, you're all positive about everything, so mm -hmm. yeah, so it's like, like a little bit of the book says, for the most part, well, for most people, the desire for relationships with others is natural, like you said. Yeah. To differing degrees, whether intentionally or not, we seem to always be on the lookout for potentially positive experience and interactions with other people. That's that's naturally happens. And I that's think. how you feel about it. So uh, yeah, I think we're you know we we look. I mean, I mean, we look for people. We look to want to be with people. I mean, sometimes you might have your loners and stuff, but after a while, because I don't think we were built to be alone. Mm. I agree you know with you. I mean, you. I don't think we built to be alone. I think we built to be in relationships. But it's so funny because sometimes we get so frustrated with people and we want to be alone or we yeah. think we want to be alone. And I think sometimes we do need that for a while to get our thoughts back together, that's to because, get our mindset back. Yeah, that's because there's plenty of people around. That's why. <laughs> Too many people. Yeah, there's, a, there's plenty of people. That's why, you know, you want to get away a little bit. But Just to hear your voice sometimes, your own thoughts, put them back in order. Um, like I said, everything that we talk about is not in the book, um, and some things that we are talking about, we are purposely skipping so you can have a real experience reading the book. What did you think about the questions? I talk about, um, before you get into relationships, questions you should ask. Oh, why do you want to be in a committed relationship? Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know if, if a lot of people know how to even answer that. Nobody, it's just to you the know? point of taking the time to think. To think, yeah. To yeah. think, to spend some time thinking about it, but I, I think the vast majority of people really doesn't, they really don't think about it, because we think about, you know, we might think about college, we may think about what we're gonna do when we get this age, we may, you know, uh, write down goals, but but it seems like people miss the point of actually thinking about, you know, spending their time or putting the effort into somebody, right, or want that back. So. Yeah. You don't go that far out of why. Why do I want to be in a relationship? Am I lonely? Am I doing it for the right reason? Because maybe you don't even need to be in a relationship. Yeah, there's you know? a season that you're. I know when we um, had our kids, we really not, we really truly didn't want our kids to date in school while they're in school. Realistically, you know that's hard, but. I didn't want the boys to date while they were in high school. I wanted them to focus on their education and different things like that. Mm -hmm. Or even in college, you know, it's just, it's it's putting your energy somewhere that can take you somewhere else. I wanted to focus on education at that time. 
but realistically that's it's, it's hard <laughs> just it's like hard. the first paragraph it's it's, it's not it's, it's it's a natural thing mm-hmm. you're going to be attractive you're going to do that you just need to know why are you and is it the right time and are you ready and just what what else is coming from that I think I think too what uh, maybe older people maybe parents need to do is actually and, and some of some parents may do this but actually spend more time with talking to your young young kids when they're especially when they're teenagers right mm-hmm. uh, about these relationships because we we talk to them about college you know they, they can be in, in the ninth grade mm-hmm. and you always you already got their mind on college and all those kind of things now um, you know I mean I know there's thresholds and whatnot and what to bring up and what not to bring up and not to focus on it too much but your your children are going to are relational beings yeah so if you don't start talking to them about something they're going to find it out you know another way right and in that other way that you they may find it out you may not disagree with it i mean you may not agree with it or the person that is giving them the attention they need might not be a healthy person for them might not have their best interests at heart they just want something from them yeah so yeah, talking. I think talking is really good, and I think the book is a it's it's a, it's a lot of meat to this book. Yeah. It's, not, it's a no fluff. Uh, it really makes. I'm a slow reader anyway, so I have to ingest things. But when I did that, I was like, wow, I was really I was really impressed uh, uh, so far by the introduction. So the first part of it is, it asks a lot of questions and I purposely do that to make you think. Mm -hmm. So the other ones is basically what, um, what is your value? What are you bringing? What, what do you have to offer to the relationship? And I don't think we think of that. We don't think of that. What we have to bring. It's all about, we're being selfish. Like, what are you going to do for me? Yeah. What are you going to give me? (laughs) Do you have a job? Do you have a car? Do you have a, you know, do you have your own place? You know, like, what are you giving me? But we also need to think, what, what do we have to give? Because at the same time, if I want somebody to have those things, to get that person, mm-hmm. what are they looking for? Yeah. You know, we, we don't think that way. You know, it's like, well, if, if the person already have a job and a car and, and that stuff, well, what do you think they want their person to be? And are you that person for them? Right. And we don't think that way. So that's why it takes time. You know, you, you, sh- you should be spending time together and not rushing into things and next steps. So... Because relationships are huge, and I and I wrote a note down like uh, this thing is very huge, because relationships is is powerful actually. Mm-hmm. And my note I wrote down like relationship. If you look at a relationship, they create societies, they create families, yes. they and generations. They're huge, mm-hmm. really, really huge. So that's why we we need to spend. That's why there's a lot of relationship stuff going on, a lot of books and. And things like that because yeah. relationships are are way bigger way 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 so much bigger than we really actually really think yeah that it is so um, nice I like it I like it very much so one of the other things I wanted to make sure we talk about was knowing we bring whatever experience we have if it's from our parents if it's from TV even from our, our neighbors that positive and negative um, oh, experience, yeah, it, it carries with us, mm-hmm. you know. And on our podcast before, we talked about you know hanging a picture and you know the person 
want it this way and their their dad do it and another the spouse said her mom does it and it's just going back and forth of how things are done it could be as simple as hanging a picture yeah you know to something major making financial decisions it's, it's different in every um, mindset mm-hmm. you know you could be in the same household but still see things two separate ways that um, you have two different opinions. It could be twins that see things totally different from each other. Right. Of how they're going to do their relationship from the same parents. Mm-hmm. You know, because one walked in one second closer looking at their parents than the other, and she actually saw her parents argue, and the other one that didn't because their parent, their parents agreed not to argue from the kids, mm-hmm. but they didn't know that they walked in the room or they couldn't stop fast enough. So oh. one caught it and the other one didn't. Yeah. And and that happened all the time. Well, the one that always saw that is going to have a different experience than the one that didn't. So if they do go through a hard time and think about separation, the one would be like, well, I knew it was coming. And the other one would be like, this is coming out the blue. Where did this come from? It's because yeah. of that one second. But oh, it's parents, in the same household. Oh, my parents never argue. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, no, your parents did argue. They just didn't <laughs> argue in front of you. Yeah, so it's just that experience of even being in the same household, seeing the exact same thing of mm-hmm. looking. I know when we watch TV, sometimes a commercial, you catch something that I didn't even see. But I remember one time I had to rewind it to see what you saw. And you yeah. saw what I saw. And we're watching the same commercial. And it's like we got two totally different experiences. That's why it. you need people. That's why you need more than just yourself. Yes. That's yes. what makes things go a lot. The, the bigger stuff gets created and turns out real good when more than one person is involved. Right. Like some more, you got more hands in into things. Right. Just watch the just watch the movie credits <laughs> at the end of a movie. You see how many different people there are. And we talked a little bit more about the questions about knowing yourself. To me, that's the most important thing of the introduction. To me, the introduction is the setting of the whole book of knowing who you are, knowing what you want. If you don't even know what you want, how are you going to tell me or how I'm going to know to give you those things if I could? Mm -hmm. So it's taking the time to really know what you want. So, and know who you are. So you have to ask those tough questions. Yeah, spending some time, spending some time with just yourself, learning to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Because I'm still learning something about myself even now. Like, oh, you know what? I really don't like this. I, the other day I was thinking about it. Um, I come up with my best stuff after the fact. I, I don't have a lot of quick wit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Quick combat, you know, you know how they say, but... But uh, you know how you say, oh, I should have said that. That's what I should have <laughs> said. You know what I mean? So, and that's what salespeople don't want you to do. So that's why salespeople want you to make decisions. Oh, without thinking or, yeah. Right now. Yeah. And they hate the people that are like, you know what, let me, let me, let me sit on it for a bit. I'll get back to you next week. And they never try to let you do that. Right. You know, some, I think there, there, there's a few places that change now, but I noticed that with myself. I always need time to, if I want something, don't get it then spend some time to think about it Mm -hmm. and then go back to it more informed uh with my questions and that way you won't get me stuck in these kind of relationships or contracts or whatnot yes yes so um i really like the the introduction part 
Um, Very good. It talks about at the end of thinking long term, thinking in mind, thinking what do I want down the road? What does that look like five years from now, two years from now, just down the road itself? And how do I get that? But if you don't know what you want, you don't know where to go, you don't know what to look for, you don't know. Get to know yourself first. Yes. Before you enter into a relationship. Yes. It's very important. Right. I think that's big. Get to know yourself first. And the same thing with married people. When when you first get married and you don't have any children, uh, I say don't have children right away. I mean, I guess it probably depends on how old you are, but if you're in your mid-20s, Spend some time, spend about four or five years getting to know each other. Yeah. Right? Before before kids come into well, the Well, we talk about taking the time to know each other two years before they even get married. Right. Take t- spend two years to really know each other. It takes time for you to let loose, to really show who you are. And not that you're always doing that on purpose. It's not like you're trying not to show that person. You're just trying to be the best you can be. Mm-hmm. So you're not trying to play a game. It's just a natural reaction that I want to put my, I want to show you my best because I care about you. Mm-hmm. I'm attracted to you. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to see the worst of me well i mean yeah yeah so it's not a trick or anything it's just we automatically do that so it takes time to let us let our guards down to to relax to enjoy and and get comfortable in a relationship that we can see the whole person right right so. and you're gonna grow and build together and and get to know each other together be you know spend some time with the other person yeah. before you you know because everything should everything should be uh, in stages, I suppose. Yeah, you know? and that's what we're going to talk about um, in the in the chapter to come. Okay. Is there anything else? Um, well, it just I have a question then. Like, how do we get young people to slow down and think? Because this is now you're going about now you're going against human nature. That's a good question. How, how do you how do you get them? How, how do you how do you convey this to young people? Because you know young people, you know, they know everything and they don't want to be told and. If you're not saying the you know right stuff, right, you real good, you know they they tend to accept stuff from their peers more than their older people. I mean, how do you get people, young people, to start to slow down and really think? Have you noticed young people watch us more than they listen to us? Mm-hmm. They watch our actions of what we do. So you do it by actions, by showing them, being the example, taking the time when you can use a bad experience or your own bad relationship or something that you're going through in your your relationship with your spouse or um, if you're dating to explain, this is why I'm doing this. This uh, is what's going on with me. Action does speak louder than words. Of, of showing yeah. them. And two things are going to happen. It's going to work out great and they see that's a positive experience. Uh-huh. Or it doesn't. And you both learn, we're not going to do that again. <laughs> or you'll watch out for the signs. Yeah. yeah that's, actually, that's true. Watching watching your, the other uh, the parents or watching older people. And they'll see. Yeah. We, I always try to be upfront and honest um, with our boys of... This is what's going on, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Is this going to hurt? Yes, it's going to hurt. Yeah. You know, that's part of it. It's going to hurt. Are you willing to go through the pain to get what you want? Mm. And if you're not, then... Gotcha. So it's just basically taking the time to know that, to, to, to see it. Okay. Instead of just saying it. So lead by example. Yes, which is very hard to well, do, honestly, because yeah. we're human. Well, 
We're gonna mess up, but see, you have to talk about that part too. You wanna lead by example? No, that you're gonna mess up. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna mess up. You're gonna lead by example, but lead and also say, you know what? Oh, I'm gonna mess up. I, I messed mean. up. How could I have done it different? And hear their opinion. You might learn something from them because they're outside looking in. So mm -hmm. you might see another way. We all have blind spots in our life and our relationship. And it's a blind spot. So we don't see it. So our spouse or our children or our family members, somebody close to us can mm -hmm. tell us that's a blind spot. You don't see this right here. Actually, and, you can learn from kids, actually, yeah. you know, or younger people. So then you they can't teach you something with that blind spot. They're telling you this. You don't know this is here is a blind spot. You don't see it. Yeah. So we need to take the time to hear that because we all have a blind spot. Yeah. Or bias. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. So thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoy the first. Well, actually, I hope you enjoy the introduction of the book. Yeah. So if, um, I think you'll be well, uh, to do to uh, get a copy. Uh, you have it um, in audio version too. Yes. So I have it on an ebook, mm -hmm. a print book, mm -hmm. and now audio. All on Amazon. Yes. And if you can't find it, you can go to our website, jlburtonllc.com, and you'll see the link that you can click on for the book and it will give you all three ways to purchase it as well as a couple of chapters you can read to kind of see if this is for you as well as part of the audio that you can hear the introduction um, and the first chapter. And remember um, too, um, if you're anything like me, the book is very meaty and um, I take my time or I took my time to read through it and I was, a, I was really surprised about how much uh, it had in between the sentences uh, that makes you think. Yes. So no fluff in the book, a lot of meat to it. Uh, I think you will really enjoy it. I think that's the hard part. There is no fluff. So it really makes you think and stay focused on what it's saying. So it's straight to the point, mm -hmm. nice and simple and short. And I do say the introduction, chapter one, chapter two, and chapter three, mm -hmm. it's more for if you're starting to look. Mm. Um, you can get something out of it, like how we have explained today, Yeah. but chapter four on really gets into the relationship that you're in a relationship, but mm. you can't start in without starting in the beginning. So that's yeah. what today was about. The introduction of what is the first thing you need to do when you're getting into a relationship. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's born at 12 years of age. Mm. So, okay. All right, so if you have any questions, please leave them uh, in the comments section below. And we will see you next time. Or not see you next time. We will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening. Okay, bye.